This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about field dressing coyotes and foxes. So you've gone and done it, you've become a predator hunter, or you're thinking about becoming a predator hunter, and you want to know, okay, what do I do now that I've actually been successful, I've taken a coyote, I've taken a fox, or a bobcat, or, or similar predator, what is the next step? Well, that's a complicated question. Um, for deer hunting, it's a pretty straightforward, basically a one-answer question. But for predator hunting, that's a complicated question. Uh, and there's a number of different things you can do, and we're going to talk about that. But with predators, you do not eat them. You don't want to eat coyotes, you don't want to eat foxes, you don't want to eat bobcats or wolves or anything else you just don't want to eat predators it's not because of the taste granted i don't know how bad the taste is um you know that's never been a, something that i've actually tried other than bear it's not the taste that's the issue uh, maybe there's some people that like the taste it's just not healthy you don't want to eat animals that eat other animals because they accumulate toxins in their body, because they're higher up on the food chain. You only want to eat animals that eat, um, you know, plants, that eat nuts, that eat, you know, things that aren't already animals, right? So you don't want to do that. So when you get a deer, it's basically, all right, how do we get the, the, uh, the innards out and get it prepared for butchering? Well, with coyotes and foxes and such, it's, you don't do that at all. We're not cutting the animal open. We're not taking out the guts. We're not doing any of that. This process is basically about what are you going to do to get the fur off of the animal. But I need to back up a little bit because there's a lot of different options. 
the highest option you could probably pick is all right you want to get the animal and you want to get the fur mounted so you want to get it skinned and then you want to get the fur to a taxidermist and then they're going to mount it for you so that's one thing you're going to do so you could skin it number two you just want to keep the skin as a trophy you don't want to go through the expense and and the the effort of mounting it maybe the the fur is not perfect maybe it doesn't look great but you want to keep the skin as uh, a trophy i recommend that option myself so you got to skin it and then you just need to dry it and uh just care for it enough to preserve it you don't know you're not worrying about selling it to a fur trader you just want to have a trophy uh, the next one is maybe you just want to keep the tail a, a lot of people do that with foxes they're just going to cut the tail off they're going to you know clean the tail out and dry the tail and they're just going to have the tail as a, a you know as a trophy as a memento for the kill uh, the next option might be you're going to skin it and then you're going to sell the raw fur um, and basically that's just skin it dry it roll it up in a bag throw it in the freezer or get it right to the to the fur trader um, you know wherever you've got close to you the next option is you're going to skin it you're going to flesh it tan it and prepare the fur for professional sale that's what you're going to get the most money for so you could sell the fur professionally um, but that also has the most process. You gotta, you gotta learn more than just field dressing. And we're not gonna get into all that on this episode today, because um, that is just further down the line on the process and the different things uh, that you might want to do. Another option is to sell the animal whole. There are a lot of fur traders, maybe not everywhere, but there's a lot of places where you could find a fur trader, and they will, they will buy the animal whole from you. Now, you're gonna have three different price structures right if you skin it if you flesh it if you tan it and you sell it professionally you're going to get the highest dollar if you skin it and you dry it and you get it to a fur trader who knows how to do the other processes you're going to make less money for it if you just try to sell the whole animal you're going to get the lowest dollar figure um, out of all of them so you know say for example that a good coyote fur is worth a hundred dollars skinned and tanned and professionally sold well if you're going to just sell the fur without the tanning and everything else maybe you get fifty dollars for it if you're going to sell the whole animal maybe you get twenty dollars for it so that that's kind of how it works i'm just you know this is a, this is a commodity fur so the, the numbers are going to be up and down all the time everywhere this is just an example of something that you could do um, the other option is take a picture and you just throw the animal away I know that sounds like irresponsible but coyotes are considered a pest animal kind of like crows um, they they're destroying wildlife they destroy game animals they kill livestock they kill chickens they can attack even you know um, cows and calves so they are a pest so you've some hunters go out and you know depending on where they are and how overrun their area is they could take a dozen coyotes in a given night they're not trying to skin them they don't want the skins they don't want the extra work they're taking the animals because they're trying to save their livestock they're trying to save their chickens they're trying to save their pets they're trying to save the game animals in the area uh, they're just trying to get rid of as many coyotes as possible 
So they're just going to do that, and they're just going to throw the, the carcasses in a ditch or whatever. Um, you know, that is permissible. I'm not advocating for that. I think that's short, sort of like the last resort. But you got to think, okay, if I go out tonight and I take a coyote, what am I going to do? Well, or do you want to keep the fur? Do you want to get it mounted if it's a good one? Do you want to keep anything? Do you want to sell the fur? How far do you want to go down that fur selling path? If you're new to this, I don't think you're going to be tanning it and fleshing it and going through all that process. So you may just try to sell the, the fur or you may just try to sell the whole animal. Uh, it's good to do a little research before you start hunting as opposed to what are the options in your area for fur, bear, for fur buyers. Uh, I would recommend, and this is just me, you, if you've never done this before, you've never gone coyote hunting, find a buyer in your area. If there are any, there may not be, but see if there's any buyers in your area, they'll just buy the whole animal. So you just kill it and take it there that night or the next morning and, you know, get 20 bucks and then buy yourself a, uh, a little more gear or start to buy yourself some of the tools for skinning it. Um, the other option is, you know, that's the selling route. Uh, otherwise, you you know, what do you do with the fur? I recommend you skin it and keep the fur. You know, do the, the minimal that you can do just to keep the fur as a trophy. So I'd say either skin it and keep the fur as a trophy or try to sell the whole animal. If there's nowhere in your area that'll buy the whole animal, then, you know, that changes up your options a little bit. And we could sort of bounce around on this for, you know, a long while, but, you know, that's, that's up to you to think about and to juggle. Um, this post or this particular show and then the post at newhuntersguide.com with the show notes is about field dressing the animal. So you've gotten the animal and now what do you do with it? You want to get the skin off the animal. Now I can't show you how to do that through a podcast. So in the show notes for this episode on newhuntersguide.com, I've got five videos of different people skinning coyotes, and this will apply to foxes, bobcats, and most else. Five videos. Each one's a little different. Each one's a little different technique. Uh, some are more professional. Some are more amateur. Some are the people that have all the right tools. Some are people that are in the woods still, and they've got you know just minimal stuff with them. One of them is uh, a video to show you that you can do this in thir- or in three minutes. Uh, one video guy does in two minute and 57 seconds, professional fur trader. And not that you guys should think about trying to do it that fast. That's, there's no way a beginner is going to do it that fast and do a decent job at it. But I just wanted you to see that this is not an impossible process. If you know what you're doing, it can be done real quick. It shouldn't be intimidating. Say you mess it up, you still have the fur as a trophy. It's just not going to sell as well if you, you know, down the road. But I would absolutely recommend if you're able to, um, you know, skin it and keep that fur as a trophy. And if you've got a couple trophies, then you're probably getting a little better at the skinning. Then skin it and try to sell the fur or try to sell the whole animal. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. So just a couple quick tips on this process. Um, in order to field dress the animal, you're going to want something that you can hang the animal from. They've got professional stuff. They've got skinning racks and devices. Uh, you can use just a little rope with a hook on it. You can use a rope with a carabiner and just tie it around a branch. You want to start pulling back the skin on one of the legs. You want to use that carabiner or that hook and clip it in between one of the tendons. And then eventually both once you get it down from both legs. And then it's basically, there's not that much to it. It's pulling. It is working around it a little bit with your knife. Getting the tail out getting the tail cut open so that moisture doesn't build up and you don't get rot in there. And then just pull this fur down till you get to the head and then cut out the head, the ears, and then the around the eyes and the mouth. And it's not, you know, it, it's not an intimidating process. You're gonna have to do it a few times probably before you get good enough at it to, you know, you're not punching extra holes in the meat or in the hide and, and doing things to lower the value, so forth and so on. Um, but it's not, it's not something that's impossible. It's not something that, that it's that hard. You guys could do this. Um, you've got nothing to lose. I mean, you've shot it, you've got it. What are you going to do with it? Like I said, even if nothing else, you keep the tail. Say you, say you just ruin everything. You just make every mistake that can be made. And at the end of the day, the hide looks so bad. It's not even good for a washcloth. Uh, unlikely you're going to do that bad if you watch all five of these videos. But say you just absolutely do a terrible job. Keep the tail as your souvenir. Keep the tail as your trophy. You know, it's that easy. You, you don't need to worry about it. You could do better on the next one and then better on the one after that. And usually the way it works is people get a few. Uh, they keep them as trophies or they mess them up and keep part of them as trophies, but they start getting better at it. And then they think, you know, if I could make some money doing this, then I could pay for my hobby. And I think that's a pretty cool goal. You know, with deer hunting, you're never going to pay for your hobby because you can't sell deer meat. But with predator hunting, you know, it is a reasonable goal for a new predator hunter to think, okay, within a few seasons... Maybe I can make enough money every year just to pay for this, you know, to pay for the gear that I buy, to pay for the ammo, just, you know, the, the expenses here and there, you know, without going crazy. I mean, you take a couple animals a year, you could pay for everything that you do with that, with predator hunting. And, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. And if you got serious about it, you could go further, but I think it's a reasonable goal, a reasonable aspiration to think within a couple seasons you know, or just a lot of practice in one season, you could get to the point where it's possible that you could be paying for your hobby and, you know, even paying for other kinds of hunting. So throw that out to you guys. You know, it's imperative for this episode. Go to newhuntersguide.com. Look at the show notes. I think this is episode 30 and I've got five videos and then a bunch of other bullets and some more information about this process but you've got five videos on how to do it, different ways, different techniques. Yours is probably going to be somewhere in between them, but watch these videos. That's what's going to help you. That's what's going to give you the confidence to try it. That's what's going to show you the different steps and the ins and outs. And don't just watch one because everybody's got a little different take. They got a little different reason. They've got a little different technique. And if you watch all of them, 
You'll see what appeals to you. You'll see what's easier for you. Or you see in the field when you start working on it, oh, that happened. Well, you know, this guy didn't show anything about that. But two of the guys did. And then you can, you just, you, you have some understanding already. And the other thing about it is, you know, often you're doing this at night. Um, you know, you might wait till you get back home or you're trying to field dress it with a flashlight. You know, I don't recommend that. But you, you definitely want to have more than enough light. But you'll know, you'll have some idea. You, you'll have seen different guys do it different ways. And, um, you know, that's what you want. You want to have that confidence that you can do this, that you can do a good job, or at least you can get through it and then get better at it as you go. So, like I said, you know, you got different options for what you want to do with the animal. But uh, I recommend keep a souvenir, learn this process. It's only going to benefit you over time. It's a it's a totally different thing to predator hunting that's unlike uh, pretty much all other kinds of hunting. Um, there is a potential financial aspect to it, but it's just cool to have that fur. It's just cool to have you know that coyote fur or that fox fur or a bobcat fur you know on the wall or whatever. It doesn't take up a whole lot of space. It's it's just something you can do. Oh, and I also wanted to point out the first video I've got in the show notes. Uh, this guy's a professional, does this, you know, tons of these every year. He's gonna, he does three videos. So I just included part one, which is skinning, right? But if you're interested, you can click through his video, which is the first one of the five, and you can see part two and part three, and you can learn about fleshing and tanning and the entire process through and through if you're interested in going that far. I mean, these are YouTube videos. I put them on on the website there at newhuntersguide.com in the show notes for this episode. But, you know, you can follow this further however far you want to go or if you're just interested in what's it like, you know, what does it take? It just cur- you know, you're just curious about it. So, go for that. Hit up the show notes, leave us a comment, give us a good review. Until next time, God bless you guys and get out in the woods and go get them.